$15. They'll have hourly door prize drawings, and you'll want to purchase raffle tickets as well for a quarter beef, a Shark Easy robot vacuum, a propane steel patio heater, or a Cylon countertop ice maker. The Caliph Shrine Christmas Bazaar this Saturday, 8 to 2 at the Sheridan Caliph Shrine Temple. Hi, I'm Nan with Security State Bank. You can get cash out of the value of your home with a home equity line of credit at Security State Bank. Now through the end of October, qualified applicants receive a fixed low introductory annual percentage rate of 4.99% for the first six months and a fixed APR between 7.18% and 9.69% for 54 months. Security State Bank, your financial partner, offering solutions to meet your financial goals. NMLS 401472, Equal Housing Lender. This is Ken here at Prime Rate Motors. We understand everybody's situation is different. Not everyone that comes to Prime Rate Motors is looking for a new vehicle. We also sell and install GR brand flatbed conversions and Krogman bale feeders. Looking for a trailer? We offer a complete line of GR, Wilson, Merritt, flatbeds, stock trailers, even tandem axle enclosed cargo trailers. Stop in. Let's work something out. Here at Prime Rate Motors, the Super Trailer Store, or PrimeRateMotors.com. Have you been considering buying or selling real estate? My name is Callie Munsick and I was born and raised in Buffalo. I have years of experience working as a real estate marketing consultant. Let me take my knowledge and passion for real estate to help navigate you through your real estate transaction. Call me to discuss all of your options or check us out online at buffalorealtyllc.com. Callie at Buffalo Realty, connecting people with property. The Wyo and Trident Theater are teaming up to bring you a big dose of horror this Halloween. Rocky Horror. Get your costume ready and your tickets today for the Rocky Horror Picture Show, Saturday, October 28th at 7 p.m. Featuring a cast of local favorites, signature cocktails, and the time warp, you won't want to miss this cult classic horror film B-movie musical at the Wyo. You'll find tickets and more information at wyotheater.com. Rocky Horror. This film is rated R. Save up to $900 right now when you purchase a Beauderest Black Mattress and a Black Luxury Base. Carol's Furniture is the number one Beauderest dealer in Sheridan because our team is passionate about making sure you get the best night's sleep possible while also getting the best deal around. Stop in and we'll find the best sleep system for you and make sure you get the savings too. Bring in any Beauderest mattress quote and we'll match our competitor's price. Carol's Furniture, 340 North Main in the heart of downtown Sheridan. At Sunlight Federal Credit Union, we know how important convenience, time, and flexibility are for you. That's why we've joined the Co-op Shared Branching Network, which gives you access to your account at over 5,600 branches across all 50 states. That's just one more way we make Sunlight Federal Credit Union your branch for your funds, no matter what you're doing or where you're at. Join Sunlight Federal Credit Union today and start experiencing the credit union difference. This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program, brought to you by First Federal Bank and Trust. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd Whiting. Good morning and welcome to Public Pulse. This morning I am joined by Chip King from the Museum at the Bighorns. Good morning, Chip. 
Good morning, Floyd. How are you doing? Doing very well. Uh, now, I haven't had you in here before, so I want to get to know you just a little bit. Sure. Uh, how's things up at the museum, first off? You know, uh, we're, of course, like the rest of Sheridan, we're in the uh, slowdown season. So uh, we're kind of starting to do a little cleaning and maintenance and planning for new exhibits and stuff like that. So uh, foot traffic's slow, but uh, we got plenty to do up there. Now, I was going to ask you a little bit later, but uh, since we're on the topic, we'll just come right down to it. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but traditionally the museum goes into like a winter hours of operations kind of deal. Right. Is that coming up pretty soon? You know, uh, Danny's uh, goal has always been to remain open, consistent hours, uh, nine to five daily. And uh, we'll still close down around Thanksgiving for you know, four or five days. And then right after we do our uh, Christmas open house, uh, then we'll close down for oh, three weeks or so, I think is uh, what's kind of the last number I heard. Uh, but other than that, no, we're still going to, we're going to keep uh, regular winter hours um, that we've had, you know, running all summer long. As, as far as I know, I haven't been told anything else. So. <laughs> right. Yeah. Don't want to put anything out there. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, so how long have you been up at the museum? Only about oh, five, six months now. Five or six months. And, yeah. and what was it about the museum that attracted you? What, why did you want to work up there? Um, I had left my previous employer, and uh, I've always done customer service. And the, uh, Danny had done a – actually, it was a Facebook ad is, uh, is where it came about. And uh, my wife saw it forwarded it on to me, and from the time of the post to the time that Danny received my resume and application was about 20 minutes. Um, it was just something, um, I knew the museum was up there, uh, like everyone else, I, you know, I'd go up there, you know, had been up there a handful of times, but uh, Sheridan's history is, I, I was born and raised here, so, you know, I'm part of Sheridan's history in a you know, little 56 year window of, of <laughs> us being here. So, uh, yeah, that's, it, it was the, the history of, of Sheridan and wanting to be a part of that and continuing, uh, you know, that, uh, that rich heritage that drew me up there really. What do you do up at the museum mostly? Uh, I have a big fancy title. It's a uh, visitor services coordinator. Uh, so really I'm, I'm the face that you see when you come into the museum right off the bat. Uh, it's just Danny and I up there right now, and uh, so she runs the exhibit uh, end of it, the the back end of the museum, and uh, I run the front end, the the membership um, uh, letters and everything that goes out, the the ordering of whatever it is that we're bringing into the museum store and stuff like that. That's uh, that's my my end of it. So now, if I were to ask you what your favorite part of Sheridan history is, what would that be? Oh. And we, we can even, we can even expand out of that, uh, and go to like Sheridan counties and Johnson counties. Cause I mean, one thing that I learned when I first started coming to this area many years ago, and it was actually the Wyoming national guard that brought me up here initially, uh, poking around up here. I suddenly realized that Sheridan and Johnson counties are probably, one of Wyoming's best kept secrets. Oh yeah. But the amount of history through this area is staggering. Yeah. The things that have happened. Uh, I mean, it's, you know, I mean, 
Sheridan, the Sheridan area, Johnson County. I mean, we were a staging area for you name it, you know, I mean, Custer, Crook, Connor, um, you know, the history of, of Sheridan. I mean, it, it's tied into, you know, uh, General Sheridan. I mean, that's where the name came from. And, and, you know, so long, long history of a, depending on, you know, who you are and, and how, how you politically swing. I mean, good history, bad history, but every place is like that. Yeah. And so, um, you know, being born and raised here, I, I'm still learning things. You know, I, I, I didn't know about this or I didn't know about that. And, you know, a lot of it is the little teeny tiny details uh, really at this point. I'm, but I'm not going to, you know, claim to be a Sheridan historian by any <laughs> Right. <laughs> Yeah, one of my favorite assignments that I got when I was working for a newspaper was I had to drive out to a location that I was asked to keep confidential. It was on private land, but I came up over the top of a hill and drove down on a pretty makeshift road. You could tell this was not commonly <laughs> used. And all of a sudden there's this look like a, a dried puddle. And right off to the side of that, a series of archaeological digs. Oh, yeah. And there were individuals down in there from the University of Wyoming really going to work. So I, I walked down there, started talking to these individuals, and they have, they're, we're finding, even when I was there, little bits of nap, yep. which, first off, I do not know the training that these oh. individuals have to go through. Right. But to me, it was just, okay, so you got pebbles in your hand and he goes oh no that's an app that's an app like they can identify that just by looking at it just surprise me yeah but eleven thousand years ago right you know and and i was like that is incredible this is evidence of individuals using that area that little puddle which he said was probably a bigger lake much you know long time ago. sure and he said as as the lake receded and 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 grew, he said, the different points in the camps that you can find, the different types of nap, and that's how he was able to date. Well, this camp was 9,000 years ago. This camp was five. This camp was 11. It's, I think he said 11 was the oldest that they had found thus far. Sure. But uh, that fascinated the heck out of me. People have been living and surviving in this area for 11,000 years, to our knowledge. And yeah. that is just so amazing to me yeah yeah you know i um to this day i mean when we're when we're up in the mountains um i mean i i love how it i mean i love the beauty of it you know i mean it, it's beautiful up there but so much of the time you'll find me with my head looking down yeah and you know to find you know this rock or that rock and uh, i was very fortunate uh, when i was going to sheridan college to be out at their uh, uh, dinosaur dig south of buffalo and yeah, looking around there and seeing, um, you know, I mean, the animals that had been here, you know, I mean, in that case, millions of years ago. Uh, but I mean, there's evidence of, um, you know, uh, Native Americans have having had lived there in the, you know, in those in those foothills. And I mean, to see that, yeah, it's, it's such a rich, rich history. Absolutely. And and being able to have some of the conversations with folks, you know, the one thing that I yeah. I have discovered about Sheridan, there's a lot of 
big history buffs. Yes, there is. There are people who are very proud of that history. Yes. And uh, they're very involved in it as Mm -hmm. well. Were you always kind of involved in it just a little bit growing up? Or was it always kind of one of those things on the back burner, kind of a hobby? But then when you got to the museum, you're like, you know what? I I think like uh, like any of us, it's it's in the back of your mind. You don't really think of yourself as as being in it, uh, but uh, yeah, getting involved in the museum, it's it has. And the older I've gotten, it's come from the back of the mind to you know to more you know front of mind. It, it really has. I like how you said that too, because that's it's the same thing with me. The older I've gotten, yeah. the the more <laughs> I'm kind of looking over our shoulders back at where we've all been. Yeah. And I don't know if it's just in our youth we're go go go, uh, you I, know, and we're finally getting to the point where we're slowing down to go. Well, yeah, but where we've we been. <laughs> now, what's a typical day look like for you up at the museum? You know, uh, during the summertime, it is um, it's a lot of the tourists. Um, not even it's so many uh, family members bringing the tourists in, uh, just being right there on the interstate. And, um, you know, they're wanting to take a break. They're either headed to, uh, really, we find they're headed to Rapid City, you know, or they're headed to Yellowstone and they're going through like Cody. So they're going up over 14. Uh, and, um, you know, they're wanting to take that break. And so just people coming in, talking to people, Hey, where are you from? You know, where are you traveling to, and stuff like that. Conversations like that with uh, with the visitors as they've uh, come pass through the area. Or, um, you know, yesterday I was talking with a couple of guys that uh, they were hunting down south of KC, and and they they got their pronghorns and uh, waiting for them to be processed. So they're driving around. They hit Buffalo. They hit Sheridan. They were headed up uh, to see um, uh, Little Bighorn, and they're just wanting to see the area. Oh, that's amazing. And and that location, like what you were talking about, what a great location for a museum. I really think that like a lot of other towns could probably take note of that. Uh, when I am driving, I'm kind of the same way. I My wife and I will take what we call staycations here within the state of Wyoming. Sure. And if we can find a museum in a little town, uh, we take advantage of that. Oh, yeah. And, and we try to learn as much as we can about little towns yeah. throughout Wyoming. Their histories and the way that they boomed and sometimes, unfortunately, busted. You know, in Wyoming, especially you head down south to the Red Desert. Oh, it's really yeah. boom and bust area down there. But yeah. what a rich history in that. Yeah. Having that museum right off the side of the freeway, how, can, how cool is that for a family to just, you know, we want to stretch our legs Let's go spend a couple bucks and learn about the area. It yeah. gives everybody something to do. Right. Oh, yeah, for sure. Exactly. Now, uh, if you were to s- kind of take a step back, now that you've kind of peeked behind the curtain of the museum, what would you say is your favorite aspect about working up there? You know, the, um, and it's, I'm not, it's not sucking up here. I and mean, being able to talk with Danny about, um, the the minutia of what you do or don't do with you know with museum um you know exhibits with uh the collection and stuff like that i mean you know you you always see it you know they're handling you know you'd see a youtube and they're handling this with gloves or that with gloves it's cotton gloves here it's latex gloves there or whatever the case may be and you don't really realize that i mean it that is, you know, some of the stuff is only, you know, 
a couple of decades old. Some of the stuff is hundreds of years old. And the junk that we carry around on our, you know, skin, I mean, really affects those things. And so just kind of educating myself, asking questions. Um, I'll, I'll ask her a question or I'll um, answer a question for a visitor. And then I find out in talking with Danny that, oh, I should have said this or I should have said that. And, you know, so, I mean, yeah, I'm 56 years old, but I still have so much to learn. And this is something I've never done before. You know, I've, I've always done customer service. I've always done retail, but, uh, you know, working for a nonprofit and, um, taking the time to educate myself is, is a whole new life adventure. It really is. And it's kind of a great new opportunity in a, in a way where, you know, at, at, at our age, you're, you're kind of looking back going, well, I've done what I've done. I'll probably do that on down the line, right. but then having the opportunity to get into a brand new field of work and learn something brand new every day. What a, what a rare treat, really. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, be able to just kind of hit the reset button and find something that you love, which is right. something else that a lot of people don't get the opportunity yeah. to do. You know, I mean, I, I said it earlier. I, I was born and raised here. And so learning about not my history in particular, but learning about my history, how I tie into Sheridan and what has happened in Sheridan, and, you know, just going forward, it's like, it, how, how do I change, how do I change this or how do I change that? Um, you know, what are those thises and thats? I don't know. But, you know, how, how do I, what I do affects, you know, what is, what is my daughter or grandkids or great grandkids, what are they going to see, you know, after I'm long gone, you know, what, what is there that, says hey chip king was here yeah you know and that's so fascinating how learning the history of an area helps you find your place in right yeah and and i absolutely love that about history and maybe that's just something that does come with age right yeah you know trying to find our place in the world by looking back at the different history aspects of that world. It's absolutely fascinating. All right, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we'll have more with our museum at the Bighorn. Stick around. You're listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE at 103.9 FM. Sheridan. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, Unleashed Foundation is receiving these funds for random drawing. We're giving $1,000 away every week to a qualified nonprofit organization. Next week, it could be your nonprofit. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment. Member FDIC. Let's talk about tires. Think about snowy, icy roads ahead. Now, think about your current worn tires. How safe does that make you feel? Luckily, Midas Tire and Auto has their best tire sale on brands like Cooper, Hankook, and Toyo going on this month. Buy three tires, get one free, and up to a $100 rebate on select tires. Midas also has big savings on shocks and struts. Preparing for winter is critical. Saving money is optional, but Midas makes it easy to do both. Getting and keeping you safely on the road. Midas Tire and Auto in Sheridan. 
Save up to $900 right now when you purchase a Beauty Black mattress and a black luxury base. Carol's Furniture is the number one Beauty dealer in Sheridan because our team is passionate about making sure you get the best night's sleep possible while also getting the best deal around. Stop in and we'll find the best sleep system for you and make sure you get the savings too. Bring in any Beauty mattress quote and we'll match our competitor's price. Carol's Furniture, 340 North Main in the heart of downtown Sheridan. Remember when your mom used to say, someday you'll thank me for this? Well, if that day has come, then you need to treat your mom to a visit to the Health Nut for a delicious, nutritious, thank you mom fruit smoothie or something that shouts thanks from the soup, sandwich, and salad bar. Not to mention the aisle after aisle of health-given supplements that just scream thank you mom, even if it's 30 years late. The Health Nut, serving up smiles and a side of superfoods in Sheridan's 5th Street Mall. It's time for the Primary Scare Trick or Treat and Haunted House. Join us on Friday, October 27th from 6 to 8 p.m. for a spooktacular time. We'll have trick-or-treating for all ages and a haunted house for those 13 and over or with an adult. It's free to the public and donations to the National Leukemia Foundation are welcome at the door. It's a family night of fun and fright, Friday, October 27th, 6 p.m. at Sheridan Memorial Hospital Primary Care, 61 South Gould Street in downtown Sheridan. The First Northern Bank Sheridan Honda Power Sports Pro Football Pick'em is in our seventh week. Have you signed up yet? Now, if you haven't played, Come on, join us. It's still plenty of season left to get in on the fun and have a chance to win weekly prizes valued at $100. This week's sponsor is Bighorn Beverage, and their prize is a way cool vintage red metal cooler that holds up to 24 cans plus a Camelback water bottle. How do you play? It's free to play. You just need to sign up, and then you'll see each game, who's playing who, what the odds are based on nationwide picks. You just pick each team and guess a score for the game of the week. For a good laugh, you can listen every Wednesday morning at 745 to KROE 103.9 FM when our pro football VIPs are in studio and we talk about the week, who won, who bumped, trash talking, water cooler talking, First Northern Bank, Sheridan Honda and Power Sports, pro football pick them. Sign up to play today. Go to the contest page, SheridanMedia.com. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse. I'm Floyd Whiting. This morning, I'm speaking with Chip King from the Museum at the Bighorns. In the first half, we went ahead and got to know who Chip was and how he feels about the the museum and the history of the area, which uh, is something that pretty much all of us, uh, as we get into our middle ages, start to do. And that's look back over our shoulder to see where we've been and how we fit into that. Chip, tell us about uh, the upcoming History Happy Hour. This is a program that I've heard was a pretty big success uh, yeah. once it opened up. Yeah. What is this thing? You know, we were, uh, we, it was myself, Danny, and several of the other board members, and we were just sitting around after one of the open houses and uh, sitting out on the, uh, on the deck up at the museum. And Danny had mentioned, hey, you know, I've been thinking and tossing around, and Chip and I have been talking about doing a history happy hour. And, of course, you know, the board members, all of a sudden, you know, everyone's like, ooh, ooh, what's, what's this? What's this? And um, it, is, um, it is just the, the premise is like a bunch of people just sitting around a campfire kind of thing and just shooting the breeze. And um, so that's kind of really, truly how we're taking it. Um, we invite the public to bring up a camp chair. Now, 
we're sitting inside the museum because it's it's getting know, a little nippy outside. Yeah, yeah, it's getting a little cold. It's tough to put a fire on a wood deck and stuff. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, bring up a uh, bring up a chair and uh, bring up your uh, favorite um, cold beverage. And um, we're just sitting around. We've got um, the very first one we did. We talked about the fire at the Ritz and the Ritz itself and. Uh, some of the firefighters that actually worked that fire were there. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it was really cool. It was really cool to hear um, their aspect of it, uh, to hear from the uh, fire inspector, the state inspector He was that worked that particular case. He was there as well. And so it was, it was great to hear some of that, that the public, you know, you, you don't ever know the, the details. So you, Oh, there was a fire. They've inspected it. It was arson. They're tracking down this person. And but I mean, to hear the the history of those steps, and I mean, it was I don't, I can't remember now how many years later they actually found her. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, it was really cool. And so that was the very first one we did. Uh, we've got one coming up this Friday, and uh, Mark Dimple is uh, joining us, and he's going to be talking about Sheridan beer. Oh, the history of Sheridan his, beer. Yes, wow. the history of Sheridan beer. And so, uh, again, it's it's it, nothing is formal. It is truly just a uh, conversation. Uh, I'll be facilitating it, uh, kind of question answer. Mark's going to give a little history, uh, and uh, then people are going to be talking about it, talking about their memories of it, their history of you know Sheridan beer. Their folks memories of Sheridan beer, whatever that, you know, whatever that case may be. And, uh, yeah, we're just, um, it, it's a nice and formal way of getting people up to the museum, um, and sharing their history of Sheridan with other people that show up. Yeah. You know, yeah. we weaving it all together. It's, it's, it's really cool. So yeah, this is going to be something that we're going to, um, uh, we're, we're taking December off just because, there's just so much going on in December, but uh, we've got um, we've got the bones of, of November worked out, and we've got some plans for uh, January and February already. So, yeah, it's it's uh, any suggestions I can get, uh, you know, I mean, they can reach out through Facebook, uh, you know, call up to the museum. Chances are, I'm going to be the one that's answering the phone, and um, you know, I mean. I, we get flooded with it. It might be, you know, several months. It might be a year before we get to it. But it's a it's a great way to share community history. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I love how you said that community history. Yeah, you know, uh, you and I in the first half talking about trying to find our place in the in the history of where we come from. And this is really the history of where we come from. The yeah. individuals who grew up here, who live here, who've yeah. seen the changes go down. And what a fascinating conversation uh that would have been just being able to be there with the fire inspector and yeah go through that process itself and how that's changed over the years I mean, it's got to be just yeah. amazing it, it was cool talking you know i shouldn't say i was talking with him but hearing from him how they did things then and how they would do things now yeah and um you know i i'm i'm looking forward to to mark being there and um Hearing about, you know, I mean, I know, you know, surface level of, you know, Sheridan beer, but, uh, you know, to, to hear a little bit more of it, to hear from the family 
about the beer, the history of, you know, his grandfather coming out here and stuff like that. Yeah, it's um, it, super, super casual, great way, just it, nothing formal. And when I say bring your favorite cold beer, bring your favorite cold beer. Um, you know, topic, I might suggest, you know, it be Sheridan beer. But, <laughs> but right. yeah, and and warmer weather, we will be out on the porch. So yeah. that's why we're saying, you know, and we don't have enough chairs for, you know, 50, 60 people. I mean, bring a, bring a camp chair, bring something comfy. It's only like an hour, hour and a half. Uh, it'll go as long as the conversation goes, really. But, you know, that's that's kind of what we're expecting, about an hour, hour and a half. And, you know, 50, 60 people, 100 people, whatever, you know, we can fit inside the museum. And this will be completely free. Yes. And you oh, yeah. just head on up there with your, your favorite beer and a camp chair. All right. Exactly. Now, Chip, it was great to get to know you, partner. Well, thank you thank for you. coming in today. I've had a great time. No, my pleasure. Thanks. All right. When we return, we're going to speak with the Sheridan VA Healthcare System. You're listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE at 103.9 FM. Sheridan. Are you tired of dealing with complicated bank switches? At First Federal Bank and Trust, we understand that where you bank matters and switching to the right bank should be a breeze. Introducing ClickSwitch, your ultimate solution to hassle-free direct deposit transfers. With ClickSwitch, we automatically move your recurring direct deposits from your old account to your new account. It's simple, safe, and takes just minutes. When you bank with First Federal, you're not just a customer. You're a valued member of the community. We take pride in living and working right alongside you, contributing to the growth of our local economy. First Federal Bank and Trust, member FDIC. It's hunting season. Make sure you invest in sunglasses that are specifically designed to give you the best vision possible. At iCare of the Bighorns, you'll find high-quality sunglasses specifically designed for activities you love. Gift certificates are available, and they carry styles from brand names like Maui Jim, Ray-Ban, and Costa Del Mar in both prescription and non-prescription lenses. Shop their in-stock inventory at iCare of the Bighorns, 1033 Coffin Avenue in Sheridan. At Sunlight Federal Credit Union, we know how important convenience, time, and flexibility are for you. That's why we've joined the Co-op Shared Branching Network, which gives you access to your account at over 5,600 branches across all 50 states. That's just one more way we make Sunlight Federal Credit Union your branch for your funds, no matter what you're doing or where you're at. Join Sunlight Federal Credit Union today and start experiencing the credit union difference. Glazed and Confused, your favorite hometown donut shop, is now on DoorDash. And we're offering free delivery on your first order. Simply find Glazed and Confused on your DoorDash app, place an order, and let us cover your delivery charge. It's that simple. Everything from bagels, burritos, and biscuits and gravy, oh my! Texas kolaches, coffee, and lattes, or the freshest donuts in Sheridan. Getting Glazed and Confused has never been so easy. Located at 1935 Coffee Avenue by Little Caesars. Moss Holders wants you to enjoy your mornings again. So through this Saturday, all mattresses are on sale. Once you've found your favorite BD Rest or Serta mattress, take advantage of special bonus buys and receive extra savings on all sheet sets, brand new pillows, and all adjustable foundations. With 19 mattresses to choose from, you're sure to find the one that fits you best. In stock or special order, Moss Holders has the options to help you improve your sleep and make your mornings more enjoyable. That's Moss Holders Mattress Sale, going on now. Moss Holders, furniture is our passion. Are you ready to unlock your potential as a leader? Learn more about the community and make valuable connections? The Chamber is now accepting applications for its Leadership Sheridan County program. 
I am here today with Bobby Mitzel. And I'm here with Ken Thorpe. And, and we are Leadership, Leadership Sheridan County, County alumni. Celebrating our 30th anniversary, Leadership Sheridan County helps inspire citizens to assume leadership roles. And prepares individuals from diverse backgrounds to become influential in determining the future of Sheridan County. Anyone over the age 18 who possesses a desire to learn about the history and future of Sheridan County is encouraged to apply. Applications and more information are available at the Chamber office, 54 South Main Street, and online at SheridanWyomingChamber.org. Applications are due by October 31st. Unlock, Unlock your potential and join the more than 400 Leadership Sheridan County alumni. Apply today. Okay, here we go, ladies. <clears throat> oh. Good morning and welcome back to Public Polls, proudly brought to you by our friends out there at First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting. According to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, as of August of 2022, 4.9 million veterans, or 27% of all veterans, have a service-connected disability. National Disability Employment Awareness Month is observed each October to commemorate the many contributions of people with disabilities to America's workplaces and the economy. For our second part of our show this morning, I am joined by the Sheridan VA Public Affairs and Congressional Liaison Officer, Christina Miller, and Julie Halera, the Psychosocial Rehabilitation Supervisor. Good morning, ladies. Uh, I think the mics are off. I can't hear them real quick. Go ahead, test one more time. Hey, good there morning, There we Floyd. go. All right. How you doing, Christina? You know, it's uh, it's been a while since I've seen you. It has. It has. I, I've been avoiding you. Oh, that's hurtful. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> nope, nope. Just been busy, and we're, we're glad to be on because we always have, of course, a lot of stuff going on at the VA, and um, we love the opportunity to talk about stuff we're doing to help our veterans yeah and and this is a big one julie uh first off welcome to the show this is the first time you and i've gotten to talk but uh with a title like that i can only imagine what are the types of things that you really deal with on a day-to-day basis julie well i am the supervisor of multiple programs and the goal of all of our programs is to rehabilitate and get veterans all the way home back in the communities where they live um, one of those programs is the Compensated Work Therapy Program, our Voc Rehab Program, which um, is kind of at the forefront for, for this month. Um, some other programs that I supervise are MICM, which is the Mental Health Intensive Case Management Program, which helps veterans live in their homes, take their medications, do well, yeah. um, and sometimes work. And um, the peer supports. Um, so folks with lived experience that can sit down with our veterans and and role model that behavior and and um, help kind of be a voice and advocate for them in our system and local recovery coordination. So those are the programs I cover. And that stuff is is so important. As somebody who, you know, I hit my rock bottom uh, and, and the Sheridan VA and, and the Cheyenne VA were both there for me when I needed them, uh, you know, in, in a time when I felt like I didn't have anybody else. Uh, and, and so I've gone through a couple different programs. Uh, and and gone through like certain rehabilitations. Uh, now I didn't take full advantage of everything, but there are a lot of programs up there uh, that someone can take advantage of. 
how many individuals would you say come to you come to the Sheridan VA from greater than a state away? Wow. Um, if you were to guess it, it just anecdotally, I don't need like a hard number, just wow. people that you might see. Um, I know we get them from all over the country, but I don't think it's a high percentage, maybe like 15%. Well, still that's, yeah, 15 I to mean, 20%. if you really just say 15 to 20% of mm-hmm. the people that you see travel from more than a state away, that's considerable mm-hmm. uh, with the various VAs that are around. Now, how does the VA observe National Disability Employment Awareness Month? Uh, how do we put an emphasis on the disability employment here? Well, um, so kind of spearheading it this year, talking, um, being more vocal about it. And um, we, we share things through Grand Rounds. So every Tuesday we talk about disability and its impacts and everything like that um, during Disability Awareness Week. Um, kind of go, went through and talked about this, you know, different disabilities, invisible disabilities, things that you can't see, um, and and um, how many people are walking around that we probably don't even know have disabilities, and and um, how that impacts um, folks on the day to day, and um, basically, you know, really advertising our programs and services helps with that too, and saying, you know, look, we celebrate our successes. Um, you know, this person hasn't. Um, you know, been in inpatient treatment for a year and a half, and that is a huge success because they're living comfortably in the community. Or, you know, this person who hasn't worked in 10 years has gotten a job. So part of advertising is really advertising our successes in our mental health programs and how folks are working through it and not just getting through the program, but applying what they've learned to be successful in their community. And I am literally a living testament to that. Uh being able to, you know, and I've, I've talked with, you know, and Christina, you know this. We talk about this all the time. I try to be as candid and open about my own experiences up at the VA as I can. Um, mainly because I want individuals within the community who maybe have not crossed that threshold yet to understand that it's not you versus the VA here. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you go there and apply what's being taught, it works. And I can actually attest to that. The only thing I would say was when I went through all my different programs, um, I was, you know, like as I said before, at rock bottom, pretty bad shape. Um, come a long way since then. But the VA basically said unemployable. And I had to go to the American Legion, who then advocated for me to be employable. Now, like I said, I'm a different person now as to who I was then. But the one thing that really helped me was knowing I can go back to work. I come from a family who works. That's it. Uh, it's, it's a staple in who we are as a people. My father's 78 years old and looking forward to breaking his last horse as soon as the ankle heals up that he just had surgery on. I mean, you know, it's just work. That's what we do. And it means so much to us. It means a lot to our veterans as well, doesn't it? It's it's almost like an, a character identifier. It it really is. You know, if you think about military culture and you think about um, the larger vision and what the military is set out to do and being part of that larger mission, a lot of that's lost for our veterans when they leave military service. And so filling that filling that void um, and helping them find purpose. So sometimes vocation 
doesn't mean a paid job. Sometimes it it means volunteering. Sometimes it means being a mentor to another veteran. Um, you know, but having that that purpose and saying I did that. Um, you know, look, look what look what I did. Look how I helped. Look how I contributed. And that's really what psychosocial services is looking to do: help veterans find that purpose, that vocation. Um, again, that may have been lost. And when you see that difference, mm-hmm. you know, where, well, it's almost like a thought process. I'm out of the military now. I've done what I was supposed to do. Now what? You know, uh, a huge portion of who you are is gone. Mm-hmm. And and it takes a little while to try and find who you are without it, um, especially after, say, like, the war itself. So when we look at veterans who actually went over and served, did their job, came home, and then all of a sudden, it's it's not that it's taken away. It's not that it's torn away, but it's just no longer there. Mm-hmm. You see that quite a bit, that loss of identity? Yep, quite a bit. And it's like, well, now what do I do with that? Um, or if they were injured in any way, and quite a few are, as you stated at the top of the show, and it's like, okay, I can't do what I used to do before, and they lose their identity twice almost, oh, you know. Yeah. So really um, what's really wonderful about VA is we have great programs and people. It is a big system, and it can be really intimidating. But um, I can tell you we have great programs and great people to help veterans. For example, um, we have a couple um, different programs where we can where we can actually prescribe work So um, and, and um, kind of get them started in a safe environment. So, um, and, and it takes away some of the fear of losing benefits, different things like that. Um, so I don't know if you wanted me to go into detail. Yeah, about those. please do. Because okay. if there's somebody out there listening right now and, and maybe they're just sitting on the couch and they're thinking, you know, I can't get a job because of this or that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yes, the VA can be pretty intimidating because mm-hmm. sure. I'm going to be honest with you. I think VA, I think red tape and bureaucracy. That's what comes to mind. I got to go wade through all of that to eventually get to where I need to be. But that seems like a burden. So where do I even begin? So I can tell you that every VA hospital nationwide has two great programs, um, transitional work and supported employment. So I'll talk a little bit about transitional work. Transitional work is just how it sounds like it's a transition. So let's say somebody comes to us and they're in inpatient programming. Let's say somebody's working on PTSD, another person's working on substance use, another person's working on both, um, but they would have the opportunity to participate in transitional work just by talking to their case manager and saying, hey, you know what, can't go back to the job that I was doing before. I would feel happier and healthier if I was doing something during the day. We pres- um, So we get medical clearance from their VA provider we prescribe um, an assignment on campus. Um, some VAs have them in the community. We're working towards that here in Sheridan. Um, and um, they go and do the work. The nice part about it is we have a U.S. Code 1718 that protects their VA benefits from being reduced or changed as a result of their participation. So they don't have to worry about that. We also provide benefits counseling so they know um, if they're working, how it would impact any other benefits that they're getting so they can make an informed choice. Um, but they can participate, and 
Um, it's tax-free income, which is kind of nice. Wow. Yeah. So the IRS recognizes that it's a prescription. It's a medical benefit. And so this is time limited. So this is folks that can typically look for work on their own, but maybe have a few barriers that they're working on. So now they can get a solid reference, right? They can get some good work experience. They can practice some of those skills that they learned or maybe lost along the way, um, put a few bucks in their pocket. And um, the goal of that is competitive employment. So they're towards the end of their assignment, they're looking for work. They get help putting together a resume, applying for jobs. And then we actually follow along once their assignment starts and they get a job for 30 to 60 days to make sure they're successfully transitioned into that. So that's transitional work. That's pretty amazing. It and, is. and it's a nice, slow process. It's nothing that's going to be jarring or instantaneous, nope. but I can slowly work myself back into the community. Correct. While also being able to have that time to go to those VA appointments and, and manage those things and um, that are barriers to getting back to work or being successful in holding work long term. Now, I'll admit, you know, uh, when I started my like initial deep counseling, at the VA in Cheyenne. I was going to college, so I had a lot of room to play, you know, when it came to appointments. I had three separate therapists at one time, believe it or not. So being able to kind of juggle all of those appointments and then head to class, I could only imagine, well, I got an eight-hour workday, man. I can't be leaving in the middle of the day to go to my appointments. Uh, So that would have made it a much more difficult process. Mm -hmm. And I could see how, you know, say like the average person who – is trying to do a nine-to-five job, mm-hmm. can't make those times, even though they're absolutely critical. Uh, so that sounds like it's a great option. Mm-hmm. Um, and and just a real quick question before we touch on the second program, mm-hmm. and that is how many people or how many veterans are we still seeing come in, and I'm going to just say come in from the cold, okay? They're still out there, mm-hmm. still reeling from things that we saw when we were over in Iraq, mm-hmm. over in Afghanistan, you still dealing with quite a few of these individuals who were just now getting to the VA going, I need to make a change. You know what? We get a wide variety of folks. You never cross the river in the same place twice. We have some folks that tried VA several years ago and come back and like, I, you helped me before and you can help me again. Um, we really like to catch folks early. That doesn't always happen. Um, you know, unfortunately, um, life happens and like like you said, you know, I mean, you hit rock bottom and then you like, come in and ask for help. And and the majority of veterans, um, Christine and I are both veterans, we're not good at asking for help. No, we're terrible <laughs> we're at it. Awful we're at horrible. It. Right. So, um, so really, and a lot of veterans think, well, if I go get help, I'm going to be taking it from someone else. And that's the opposite, honestly. Um, as a VA, a large federal entity, we budget for who needs our help. So honestly... I hate to say it, but you're hurting your buddy if you don't come use us because yeah. we budget to help who needs us. And if we don't know you need us, we don't budget for you. So if you need us, that's the best advice I can give is come and and partake and ask ask questions. And we might have something that we didn't have before when you tried before. So. And I just heard that from a Vietnam War veteran. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, like a week and a half ago. So wow. that, that wow. I don't want to take away from someone else. And it was a family member. So yeah. it's, it's no. still very widespread. Mm-hmm. Uh, same thing. Uh, when it came to putting in for certain benefits, my father had to sit me down. My dad, who doesn't take anything from anyone in the history of ever, had to sit <laughs> me down and basically say, Floyd, you are doing this, buddy. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and he gave me a lot of different things that I had to think about. The VA is here for a reason. Mm-hmm. And if we don't use it, it goes away. So we, because exactly. he's, he's a Vietnam veteran as well. And he said, you are going to go and you're going to use this because the more people use it, the more we all benefit together. Absolutely. It's a team effort. Yep. And that's why we're here to advertise these services and everything, because I, I just think knowledge is power. The more folks know, the more informed choices they can make, the happier and healthier they can be. Julie, I got about two and a half minutes yep. left. Tell me about the other programs. So supported employment, um, actually we expanded. So, um, so initially that program was to help veterans with severe mental illness find and keep work in the community. We also expanded now to substance use disorder. So anyone substance, um, suffering from a substance use disorder. So really we take out any intermediary. They still get medical clearance to participate. Their VA benefits are still protected while they participate in this program. But we pull out all the stops and we go right to the community and help them find a job in the communities where they live. And then we help them maintain it. And they get to be in the supported employment program for as long as it's therapeutically relevant. So as long as they need us, they can keep us. So it could be six months, could be a year, could be three years if they if they need us that long to maintain that work. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. And and that would have been something that had I known, I think would have sounded like right up my alley, you know, and- because uh, the alcoholism. You know, uh, you might think, because I was one of them, uh, well, I'm a drunk now. And so everything that I was, everything that all worth that I had is gone. But that's not true. And we we know that. Mm -hmm. Okay. But when you're in that state, you don't know that. Mm -hmm. And And so, oh, oh, I'm sorry. And the companies that, that Julie and her team work with in the community, they're not just hiring that veteran through our program. They're, they're actually hiring that whole team Mm -hmm. of support, which is the part that just makes yeah. me almost tear up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and that's just it. We're taking a chance. Anytime we hire somebody, we don't know what, what type of background or baggage or anything anyone's coming with. We all have it, right? We're all in recovery from something. So, so at the end of the day, um, we go out and we talk to employers and we, we target, you know, what our veterans are wanting and needing and helping them see there are interested employers out there. There are people that, um, that want your skill set and everything, and we can support you in it until you get through all these other things. The cool part about it is we're an evidence-based program, so there's evidence that this works, and we are actually twice the national average for placing and keeping our veterans in that program employed. Oh, that's fantastic. It is fantastic. So um, at, at the end of the day, there's proof in the pudding. It works, and we, we stick with folks from beginning to end. It's a cradle-to-grave program. Um, so basically they come in, they work with one person, um, one, per, you know, um, or finding work, getting work, keeping work. And if they hate the job, we'll help them quit the job, find a new one and keep moving. Christina, real quick. I've run out of time. Uh, who do I contact? The music's going. Um, if they are um, already enrolled with us, they can talk to their primary care team. Um, if they are not enrolled with us, talk to our enrollment coordinator, and he's a great, there's a couple people, and they're great resources. So just call our main number, and, and we'll get you in there. Fantastic. Christina, Julie, thank you both so much. You've been listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Sheridan. Are you tired?
tired of dealing with complicated bank switches? At First Federal Bank and Trust, we understand that where you bank matters and switching to the right bank should be a breeze. Introducing ClickSwitch, your ultimate solution to hassle-free direct deposit transfers. With ClickSwitch, we automatically move your recurring direct deposits from your old account to your new account. It's simple, safe, and takes just minutes. When you bank with First Federal, you're not just a customer. You're a valued member of the community. We take pride in living and working right alongside you, contributing to the growth of our local economy. First Federal Bank and Trust, member FDIC. I'm here today with Candace Crane from Sheridan Honda and Power Sports. Tommy, hi. Or should I say, howdy, hi. Uh, what? Do you know that I've been told it sounds like I'm saying howdy, hi, instead of Tommy, hi? Honestly, I kind of like the sound of that better. Uh, howdy, hi. I like the sound of that, too. Well, come say howdy, hi to our new showroom at Sheridan Power Sports. We'll be giving away oil changes, accessories, and $500 in chamber bucks to celebrate our remodel. No purchase necessary. Just stop in, say hi, and enter to win. Say howdy, hi to the team at Sheridan Honda and Power Sports and enter for your chance to win. Christmas is right around the corner, so let Legacy Diamond and Gems help you create your own unique custom design jewelry. But don't procrastinate. The deadline's November 1st for guaranteed Christmas delivery. Their professional staff can help you create a piece of jewelry that leaves your loved ones speechless. Need ideas? See some of their fine jewelry online for inspiration at LegacyDiamondGems.com. Stop by their temporary location at 17 East Lauks between P.O. News and the Chocolate Tree. That's Legacy Diamond and Gems in downtown Sheridan. Your search for office supplies starts right here at the Sheridan Commercial Company. Hi, Kurt Smith here. We've stocked our office supply department with supplies that meet your everyday work challenges. Our online store at SheridanCommercial.com where you can explore and discover exclusive deals and compare prices with a few clicks. So whether you prefer the in-store experience at 303 Broadway or the digital office store at SheridanCommercial.com. The Sheridan Commercial Company and Office Supply Store is your partner, open seven days a week. Are you ready to turn a page on your career? McDonald's restaurants in Sheridan have an exciting opportunity. McDonald's is on the lookout for a dynamic full-time shift manager to lead the team, starting at an impressive $21 per hour. This open-to-close position, including weekends, offers stability and opportunities for advancement. This shift manager position has a starting pay of $21 per hour. Visit McHire.com to submit your application online or drop by any McDonald's location in Sheridan to pick up an application. The Wyo and Trident Theater are teaming up to bring you a big dose of horror this Halloween. Rocky Horror. Get your costume ready and your tickets today for the Rocky Horror Picture Show, Saturday, October 28th at 7pm. Featuring a cast of local favorites, signature cocktails, and the time warp, you won't want to miss this cult classic horror film B-movie musical at the Wyo. You'll find Tickets and more information. From the Wyoming Corporate Office Studio on 103.9 FM and News Talk 930.